Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, trauma therapist and fellow mama of two. And after years of clinical experience helping hundreds of people heal their childhood wounds, I'm here to help high-achieving Christian moms end the cycle of passing hurt to their children and pass emotional health to them instead. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, we trade perfectionism for peace and go from striving out of fear to abiding in God's provision, and we turn your formed identity from childhood wounds into your born identity in Christ. Heaven wants you healed, not just for you, but for the generation that comes through you. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. The doors to my new program, Mom Unwounded, are opening on September 20th at the end of my free life class. The roadmap to healing the root of your perfectionism and ending the cycle of passing down childhood wounds. Listen, the joy I have is bubbling and overflowing because I am so excited for your opportunity to join me. This program is for you if you're a high achieving Christian mom who's experienced deep hurt from your mom or your dad, whether that is emotional or physical abuse, criticism, shaming, and or manipulation, and you find that is contaminating your marriage and your parenting today. And not only do you want that to end, but you also want to redefine what it means to be a mom in your family, not by striving towards perfectionism, but by abiding in God's provision for you. With the support from me, a trauma therapist with over 10 years of experience that can give you the knowledge of how to heal your childhood wounds by ending your perfectionism, but also the experience from healing my own father wound and how to be able to do it practically. You will, in this program, assess your unique path to breaking the damaging mother-child relationship dynamic, learn what key messages from your childhood wounds are driving your beliefs and patterns today, identify and regulate your emotions without judgment. So controlling your kids and criticizing your husband isn't your default. We're also going to learn how to disarm your triggers so that you can stop living out of the fear that you'll lose control at any moment. You're going to learn how to communicate your needs before resentment has the opportunity to creep in. And you're going to learn how to put that independence crown down and trade it for peace. Lastly, creating guilt-free boundaries with your extended family that doesn't have to force you into doing a no contact rule if you don't want to, all while infusing prayer and biblical principles throughout the process to help you get to your healing. You'll have everything you need to end perfectionism by healing your childhood wounds. Inside of Mama Wounded, we believe that generations shift when moms heal. And so in order for us to do that inside of this three-month high-level group coaching program, you're going to have spirit-led and evidence-based interactive trainings with laser focus and individualized coaching for your specific questions. To help you implement the training, not only will you workshop with me live, but you'll also complete what I call peace plans that enhance your learning so you can see results faster. And to put the icing on the cake, okay, you'll be surrounded by God-glorifying, cycle-changing, high-achieving moms in our private safe space community where you get daily coaching check-ins, and accountability. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one inside the program, you'll also have the opportunity to choose the VIP track until spots are filled. Okay, 
last thing. When you join Mama Wounded, not only will you get the lifetime access to the trainings, the three months of the live coaching support, but if you apply and join within 48 hours, you'll also join me live for our burnout bootcamp. I've told you this before that high achievers with childhood wounds are more likely to be trapped in the burnout cycle because they try to heal through doing, right? So I'm going to teach you how to maintain your ambition without sacrificing your sanity. You're going to have the time of your life restoring your life. If that sounds like music to your cycle breaking ears, I would love to support you inside of Mom Unwounded after the free life class is happening September 20th. The investment for Mom Unwounded is a reflection of the high caliber, deeply enriching transformation that you'll receive inside and outside of the program. With a one-time investment of $24.97 or four monthly payments of $6.87, this healing is not only for you, but the generation that comes through you. Start by registering for the free life class by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to momfullyyou.com backslash roadmap. I cannot wait to see you there. Let's get into today's episode. So around the holidays, I tell my clients that this is the Super Bowl of my work as a trauma therapist. Okay, it is like the grand finale of all the work that we have done up until this point um, in the year. Okay, it is now the time for you to get out there and test it out. And by test it out, I mean setting boundaries with your extended family. So mom, dad, siblings, cousins, um, especially when you come from a family dynamic um, that has some hurt attached to it, that has some wounding attached to it. It's like, all right, here we go. Now, usually my clients will tell me, you know, I can only spend about an hour and a half or maybe even one day tops with my family. And then I got to go. OK, I'm packing in my bags. I'm out. I'm not going to be able to do it. OK, um, and, and they'll like come up with these wink signals or like these cold words with their husband to be like, now is the time for us to pack up and leave. Have you done that? Listen, it's no shame. It, it is it is no shame, but <laughs> it makes them reflect on the fact that they don't want their kids to be doing this, right? That they want their kids to come to their homes when they get older, when they're adults. They want to have this connection to where their kids want to be around them, right? Their kids want to be in their space. They want to come home for the holidays. They want to spend time with them. They're not trying to avoid them like the plague. They desire this connection, right? They don't want them to have to come up with these wink signals and cold words. Okay. I can only spend this amount of time. Then I got to go do this. They don't want that. I know you don't want that either. Right. Um, or worse, right. Them not coming at all. I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not gonna be able to do it. So as humans, our natural tendency is to resist discomfort. And wherever there is discomfort around people, places, or patterns that make us, you know, uncomfortable, we avoid it, right? It's like this, um, you've got this going on and it makes me feel a certain way, whether that is discouraged, minimized, um, weak, like I'm back in my child body, which that happens a lot. You'll start making decisions or start even saying old things that you used to say. You literally feel yourself shrinking back to this little version of you, right? When you are around um, your parents or in that environment that you grew up in, because that's how you had to survive when you were there. That's how you were able to get through those moments when you were there. But now that you're an adult, you're like, I 
It's so uncomfortable. I don't want to even be around it. I'm going to resist it. I'm going to avoid it, right? Now, when we talk about our kids, right? Obviously, we are going to upset our kids. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to make them uncomfortable, right? It's like part of that stewardship where we are the guide. We are to correct. We are to discipline as in teach them um, what is right from wrong. We are to be stern, but kind, right? And they won't like that. Okay. In the teen years, you're likely going to get a little attitude. I know when I've worked with teen clients before, listen, the toot is real. The toot is real. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was maybe middle school, I don't think I did this in high school. But when I was in middle school, coach, I would pack a bag in a minute. Do you understand me? My mama wouldn't let me do what I want to do. I would go pack my little shabby backpack, put my pillow in there, put me a little toothbrush, maybe a little snacky snack. And I would hit the pavement. I would hit the pavement. And then, you know, it got a little hot. I got to think a little bit. By the time I got to the mailbox, I turned back around, go back in the house, wouldn't say a word, just go unpack my pillow, unpack my toothbrush. <laughs> like, coach, you're not going nowhere, okay? You're not going nowhere. You're not going to survive in these streets. <laughs> I don't know if you've done that before, but that just cracked my little spirit. But that's how we do, right? As a child, you don't understand fully what your parents are doing to uh, protect you. You know, you think all no's are an attack on um, your coolness or your ability because kids at that age, they want autonomy. They want, you know, the ability to make their own decisions. They're cultivating their identity. And so when we, when our kids get to that age, um, we're not going to make them happy with the correction and the guidance and the stern but kindness um, in that era. So there might be times when they're like, coach, I ain't never coming back. <laughs> but the difference between um, developmentally them going through that phase and then that just kind of being their thought process in general around you is a pattern of the environment that you have set up for, for them. Right. If there is emotion, there's no emotional safety. If there is always this thought or second guess about do my parents actually love me? I mean, I know they're here and they provide for me and they kind of say these things. But like, can I tell them things and they'll help me with it without judgment? Right. That is the pattern of, you know, things that that kids really grow up to, to say, hey, I don't want to be around my parents when I get older. And maybe you've reached that point, right? So there are a couple of things that you can start doing today that will help buffer <laughs> in the teen years. But when you're an adult, you have a more developed brain, literally. You're able to think a little bit more critically. And I've seen, I've seen it two ways. I've seen, you know, um, moms have more compassion towards their moms who are like coach this is hard how did you do it right so they have more compassion about their moms um as they become moms themselves um or it goes the other way and it's like there could have been some ways that you could have sacrificed a little harder for me because I am sacrificing and yes, it's hard, but it's worth it. Why wasn't I worth it sort of deal? So anyways, there's some things that you can start to do now to set up this connection with your kids to where they don't want to avoid you at all costs when they get older. All right. So the first is being able to respect their boundaries right now. Mm hmm. Even at their young, tender, 
toddler age, at their young, tender school age. I don't have a whole bunch of moms uh, in my community that have kids in middle school or, or high school, but like young kids, okay, even now. Because truly, they are humans. They are little people. Um, now, they don't have the same brain and functionality that we have. Um, and so there are some limits to the way that they view the world and the things that they can and cannot do. So treating them as people is not the same as having a conversation with an adult or having a relationship with an adult. But they are human. They do have um, emotions. They do have things that they look forward to. And if they don't reach it, it breaks their spirit. I'll never forget. I was talking with a friend. Uh, we were DMing over on Instagram and she was um, she was going through the season with her child. I don't know if it's still the same, but she was going through the season um, with her child where her child would get really fixated on something and she wouldn't let it go. Right. And I'm, I'm sure we've all gone through that where you tell, oh, like this Friday, we might be able to go, you know, get some ice cream or go to the indoor playground or something like that. And they are stoked. You understand me? Stoked. And they're not gonna let you live it down. Mama, is today, are we still going? Or when are we going? How long are we going to stay there? All the questions um, arise. Right. Um, and, and say, unfortunately, we haven't learned a lesson and we tell them this and then something happens and we can't go and they are crushed. Okay. The tantrums come, the throwing, the hitting, the screaming, and, and and they're crushed. Their spirits are crushed. And so my friend comes to me and she says, I don't get it. I've told her several times that, you know, we're, we, we can't do it this time, but maybe we'll be able to do it later. And she, it, it's like, I know she understands what I'm saying. And I said, okay, fair. But imagine this. Imagine that you had planned and paid for a full round um, vacation in Cabo. I mean, you were excited. You had your outfits picked out. You had already envisioned the excursions you were going to go on. You visually saw yourself sitting on the beach, soaking up the sun, reading an ebook. I mean, you were just living your dreams. You were ready for this vacation, for this trip, right? And then you get to the airport and they say, unfortunately, your flight is canceled. <clears throat> And they repeat it back to you. We're not going to be able to make it in time. There's a storm coming, blah, 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 right? Are you just going to be like, oh, okay. And go back to a happy mood. Now, hopefully you won't be like the people who we see on Instagram and in the news for just cutting up, just cutting up at the airport. Hopefully you won't get to that extent, literally throwing an adult tantrum, Um but you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be sad. And you might even still try to figure out a way to make it happen because you've been looking forward to it. It's something that has been on your horizon. It's something that you know you need. It's going to bring you joy. It's going to make you feel more relaxed. All these things that's been on your mind this whole time. You can't just take it out in a moment's notice. It's the same thing when it comes to kids. Playing is their world. Sometimes having a little treat here and there, it is their world. And so when we um, look down at our children and we say things like, stop, get over it, right? I don't understand why you're still asking me about this. Think about it in that aspect. If something big was happening in my world and I was looking forward to it and it didn't happen, I would be disappointed. 
I would be disappointed. Right. And so thinking through respecting their boundaries, respecting their emotions around things. Hey, buddy, I know we won't be able to go on the trip. I know it's so sad. Let them be sad. Let them be upset. It is upsetting. Okay. I wonder if there's something else we can do at home. Maybe they'll say no at first and they probably will say no at first. Just like you probably would if your trip got canceled. Coach, I paid all this money for this hotel. I've paid all this money for my outfits. Somebody going to see these outfits, okay? <laughs> right? That bargaining, that negotiation, but like treating them respectfully and to assume that they're not just making up their feelings. They're not just making up things that are important to them. But how can you get on the same page? Now, sometimes this isn't always possible and that can be heartbreaking, right? Your kids are just upset. Um, and it has to kind of phase out a little bit. You give them their space, you give them a hug, whatever helps them feel better in that moment. But respecting your children, the boundaries that they set, the emotions that they have makes all of a world of difference because it, it gives them the safety early on that when they are adults, they're like, my mom's not going to throw a fit if I can't make you know, this weekend thing. I'll just make it up to her. We'll just go on our own trip, right? Or if you ask them, Hey, I want to go on a, a a vacation with you. I want you to come home for the holidays. Or we were planning or thinking about this. Their first thought isn't to be like, oh, shoot, how am I going to uh, come up with something else to say I can't come? It's going to be, hmm, like this is reasonable. I want, I love my mom. I want to be connected with her. How can we make this work for both of us? Because my mom respects me. I don't have to worry about her throwing an adult tantrum. I don't have to worry about when once we get to this trip or once we um, are together during the holidays that she's going to bash me or shame me or humiliate me or minimize my thoughts or my boundaries. She's going to respect if I have to leave early. That's who my mom is. She's always been that way. Sometimes we think that we'll be able to kind of make this switch in our brains when our kids get older, right? As a child, I'm going to treat you as a child and, you know, I'm going to control everything that you do and your feelings or whatever, whatever. And you, you don't have this, uh, this say in the household. That's how typically we were. A lot of us were raised, right? You're a kid now. And then when you turn an adult and the relationship is a little wonky, they're looking at you like, what happened? And you look at them like, why it happened? <laughs> Starting to respect boundaries and emotions, validating those the boundaries and emotions now is going to set, set you up for that connection in the future, right? And not allowing perfectionism at this early stage in their life to creep in um, and cause disruption in, in their relationship, right? The perfect child looks like this. The perfect mom looks like this. And you're all anxious about what things should look like, how things should feel, you should be grateful. That would be the perfect analogy, right? Everyone would be happy, smiling, grateful. Nothing would go wrong. There's no, no, no thing to be anxious about, right? That would be the, uh, the ideal perfect scenario, but that's not realistic. Meet your children where they are at. Meet yourself where you're at. Because once you meet yourself where you're at, then you'll be able to meet your kids where they're at, right? Don't allow perfectionism to creep in and tell you, you are wrong for allowing your child to express their emotions. They're going to grow up. This word isn't um, as big as it used to be, but I used to hear, especially when it comes to boys, like you're going to raise him to be a punk or he's going to be a little sissy, right? If, if all he does is um, 
cry or he doesn't toughen up. And it's like, right. But you're telling him this now. And when he becomes an adult and he doesn't know how to function in a relationship, share his emotions appropriately without anger because he had to suppress his emotions all throughout his life. That's not going to pan out well for him. We are training our kids how to function in a world as adults because God willing, right? They will be adults longer than they are children. So the training, the guidance, the stewardship that you have in responsibility to them is to help them be that for the majority of their life, which is adulthood, right? So come becoming emotionally healthy for you, not just for the connection to your children is important because once you are solid as a rock, your children have no other choice but to be because you've modeled it to them. Can you imagine what your life would look like if you came from an emotionally sound household? <laughs> How many things you could have um, eliminated or mistakes you could have missed or skipped over how many lessons you could have learned earlier on had you had an emotionally sound mom and or dad it's not to say that that just because you're emotionally healthy that your kids won't go through anything because that's perfectionism and it's not real we live in a fallen world right as long as tomorrow exists for us we will have trouble we will have trouble So it's not the point to completely eliminate them from hurt or pain or sorrow or worries, right? But it is to help prepare them how to handle those things in an emotionally healthy way, right? Pray with your kids. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you during times where you feel especially overwhelmed with them and by them. Oh, God help me. (laughs) What would your spirit, um, how would your spirit handle this? If I were to lean more into you and not my flesh in this moment, what would you say to my kids? How would you handle this particular situation? Right. Or how do you treat me? I'm your child. In your eyes, I'm still a child. I'm still fragile. I still need you. So how would you treat me? What would you say to me in this moment? And then God, help me to say it to my kids. Help me to say it. Get this to myself. Yeah. So learning how to um, have this strong emotional connection to your kids that's not uh, wavering. It's not wavering. It's not dependent on you being a perfect mom because you ain't going to be one. (laughs) I ain't going to be one either. Nobody that I know is going to be a perfect mom. Um, But this connection depends on how emotionally healthy you are first and then able to give that to your kiddos. This is something we work on in depth in phase two of the program, Mom Unwounded, learning how to be emotionally healthy and learning how to have this emotionally healthy connection with your children and your husband so that the atmosphere of your home is laced in grace, that it's laced in health, right? That the things that you pass down to the people who are connected to you inside your home and outside of your home is one of health and prosperity, not just, I'm not talking about money, but in the sense of when you touch me, you touch grace, you touch health, you touch emotional wealth. I want people to come in my presence and feel calmer. I want people to to come into my presence and know there's something different about that girl. She's got something on her. 
You know what I mean? A lot of our emotional health is connected to that as well. All right. So you talk about that in the program, Mama Mundi. We are so close to the doors opening. Before the doors open, though, um, we're going to have the life classes happening on September 20th. So come along, get your goodness in this training. It's going to be so good. Even if you can't come live, register so that you can get the replay to it. Um, and also the special bonus of joining the program within 48 hours to get the bonus um, burnout boot camp. I can't wait to see you at the life class, but ultimately I can't wait to see you in the program. All right. It's been fun. And I can't wait for us to do it again. But until then, take care.